in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Friday of the seventh week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 25th day of February 2022, let us call upon the Spirit of God to come be with us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is What God has joined together, let no man put asunder. What God has joined together, let no man put asunder. The first reading today is taken from the letter of St. James chapter 5 from verse 9 to verse 12. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Mark chapter 10 from verse 1 to verse 12. In the gospel today, Jesus was teaching and the Pharisees came asking him in order to put him to test. He says, what is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? And Jesus asked them what Moses taught them. And they said, yes, Moses gave permission. And he said, Moses did that because of the hardness of your heart. And then he went on that one, no, no man should go on to divorce his wife. And then he says, for this reason, a man shall leave. In fact, he first of all said, God made them male and female. From the very beginning, God created them as male and female. And said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. What therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. The two are no longer two but one. If they are one, then they can never be two anymore. Because they have been made to become part and parcel of each other. And so he insists that what God has joined together as one, let no man put asunder. Why do people seek divorce in marriage? Why would a man, after seeing a woman and he says, without this person, I cannot live, will want to, at a point in time, say, this person, once he or she is in my life, I am going to die. Why would somebody who is so, so in love with a man or a woman at a point in time, would want to come out of the relationship? These are all as a result of trials and challenges of different kinds. Instances of abuses exist in many marriages. Instances of deceit exist in many, many marriages. Instances of coercion exist in many marriages. Instances of greed and selfishness exist in many marriages. Again, instances of ignorance, not knowledgeable in what is obtainable in marriage before getting into marriage, also exist in many marriages. Many are also irresponsible in their marital life. Many are careless 
Many are giving in to different vices that is ruining their marriage. But the children of God, St. Peter, St. James rather, in the first reading today, teaches us something very fundamental that about our life together in the family, in the society, in the church, and wherever we may find ourselves. And what is that thing he teaches? He teaches that we should learn to be steadfast. We should learn to be steadfast. Steadfastness could mean perseverance, could mean long-suffering, could mean holding on. And we can only be steadfast when we stop judging others. Yes, St. James tells us today to avoid judging others. Judging others does not mean closing our eyes to the vices, to the evils of other people. But beyond, beyond the evil of these people, seeing in them the potentiality of becoming good, of coming out of their vices, out of their sins, to becoming truly the children of God. You know, steadfastness means that beyond the troubles and trials of our present day life, of our present situation, there is hope of improvement, of something good coming out of this seemingly hopeless situation. Steadfastness also will help us to see in others the fact that they can become good again. And to see in others the presence of God, no matter how clouded it appears that their lives have become, you know, clouded by the presence of the devil. We can all change. Everyone can change. You can change. Your spouse can change. Your children can change. Your boss can change. Your superior can change. Your subordinates can change. That worker can become a, bad, a good person again, depending on how you handle him or her. Let us learn to be patient with one another. Let us resist this temptation of always wanting a divorce, a dissociation from everyone that inconveniences us. Do you know that you are inconveniencing somebody and that person still tolerates you, still accepts you, still live with you or supports you or works with you? Why are we quick in our time to seek to dissociate ourselves from all of those that are not serving our interests or are not bringing about comfort for us? Dear children of God, no human relationship is perfect. No re human relationship is easy to maintain because we are unique. No two persons are created the same. We must learn to love and to love beyond uh, the limitations of other people. We must learn to do the will of God. We must learn to be faithful. And again also, we must learn to make ourselves lovable by others. It is not enough to be forgiven of our limitations. It's not enough for people to overlook our limitations. What are we doing about our own limitations? Do you present yourself lovable enough? Do you present yourself worthy of other people's mercy and forgiveness? Or do you take their forgiveness for granted? What is the effort you make to become a better person? Jesus and James will tell us today, let our yes be yes and our no be no. We don't need to swear by anything. Let us be known for what is true. What are you known for? 
Does your spouse truly know you? Do you allow yourself to be known by others? Or do you live in deceit, deceiving people? And you expect always to be forgiven, to be loved, and to be encouraged. You must make yourself lovable by accepting whom you are and presenting whom you are to those who love you as you really are, that they may know you for whom you are and love you for whom you are. You must be ready also to accept others for whom they are and loving them for whom they are, because it is by so doing that we build a healthy society, healthy homes and families, healthy marriages. Forgive. For where there is no forgiveness, there can be love. We pray for healing of God Almighty upon every broken home and upon every marriage that is already shattered or is at the verge of being shattered. We pray for reconciliation. We pray for repentance. We pray for forgiveness. We pray for oneness. We pray for the grace to live persevering. To remain steadfast in virtue so that by our steadfastness we are able to obtain the vices of our time and generation to making the society in which we live, the family in which we live better than ever before. To Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.